0: Welcome to and let's be heard for Friday, June tenth, twenty twenty-two. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay, so there's quite a bit to talk about tonight. Quite a quite a bit to talk about. Quite a bit to talk about. And uh we're gonna start with the we're gonna start with the January sixth hearings. Right? That's what we have to talk about tonight. The January sixth hearings. This I wanted to come up with some some circus music, you know, so we could talk about the January sixth. I could do it for a half hour, actually. I play the circus music underneath, talking about this because that's basically what this is. This is a total, total circus, a a Democrat run circus. Think about this. This is a year and a half later, okay? This is a year and a half later. These are the same people who. St- tell trump to stop talking about the election being stolen they say stop talking about the election being stolen get over it get over it get over it you lost get over it it's a year and a half later a year and a half later get over it and yet they cannot get over they cannot get over an event where a bunch of people many of them rednecks just broke into the capital because they were upset that's all this was this was simply a rally gone bad now, they'll say that's bullshit, but I don't believe that is bullshit. I believe that's what it is, it's a rally gone bad. And I remember, just before this rally, they had the Trump rally, right? Trump was down the street doing this rally where he was talking to them, and people say he was riling them up. He was getting them riled up. Yes, he was. He was getting them riled up to go to the Capitol, to stand in front of the Capitol and scream and yell and rally. That's what he wanted them to do. He wanted them to scream and yell and rally because he had thought he had been cheated. And they had thought he had been cheated. But the fact of the matter is, this there's no precedent for a group like this breaking into the Capitol. There was no precedent for this. How would Trump know they were going to do that? Was there like a mind meld? Did he have a mind meld with them? Did he have mind control over them when he was thinking in his mind to do this and they caught on to it? It's absolutely ridiculous. Yes, did he get them riled up? Yes, he got them riled up for a rowdy, rowdy rally outside of the Capitol. That's what he got them riled up for. He never once said go into that capital. I want you to go in there. I want you to go in there and wreak havoc. Go in there and get them. Go in there and go in. It's your it's your house. Go in there. He never said that. It would never pass muster in a court of law that he'd made them do that. Not at all. We've seen this many times. How many times have we seen? How many times have we seen a left wing? How many times have we seen a left wing rally go? Someone, someone like Maxine Waters. We just saw Maxine Waters, didn't we? Where she's out there telling them, you do this, you go and you do this. You do, we want a revolution. Bernie Sanders has done it. Elizabeth Warren's done it. She screams like a ninny all the time, getting people riled up at, a, at rallies. Is she responsible if some of them go somewhere and do something horrible? And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about real responsibility in a little bit. After I talk about the January 6th hearings, we're going to talk about the real responsibility Democrats have for judges, judges' lives being threatened. This is real stuff. Okay. This is real ongoing stuff. This is not one day. Now, to show what a certain... Now, people will say to me, Mike, elections don't have any consequences. Elections mean nothing. It doesn't matter who wins. The political system, you know, it's all stacked against us, blah, blah, blah. No, this shows you these January 6th hearings a year and a half later on national television, five months before a midterm election shows you that elections do have consequences. Because the Democrats run things. If the Republicans ran Congress, this wouldn't be happening. This wouldn't be happening. So elections do have consequences. And now, of course, five months before the midterms, when Biden's approval, it, according to Quinnipiac, is at an all-time low of 33. 33. Look at these Democrats. Biden's approval is 33. Harris' is like 25. Eric Adams in New York City is 29. Everyone hates them. They're doing a horrible job. They cannot run on the issues, so they have to do this. They have to do circus acts like this with their Trump derangement syndrome, Trump living rent-free in their minds forever, this psychotic Trump derangement syndrome that drove lockdowns and mass and vaccine passports, and two and a half years later still driving those things. Trump derangement syndrome, you and I know. You and I know if Trump were for lockdowns and for masks and for vaccine passports, the Democrats would say, oh, what an authoritarian asshole. What an anti-science prick he is. But because he was not for those things, because he was not for masks, Democrats said we have to wear masks because Trump was not for vaccine passports and lockdowns. Oh, we have to have lockdowns and vaccine passports. We know it's all being anti-Trump. It's all because of Trump. Derangement syndrome. I'm telling you, and I've said it before on this show, this needs to be an official psychological disorder in the next DSM guide. Trump derangement syndrome needs to be a psychological disorder in the next DSM guide. It has to be. Because this is what's driving this. And of course, the Democrats have no issues to run on. This is their Hail Mary pass, right? This is their Hail Mary pass from the 50 yard line into the end zone. Heck, from their own 30 yard line into the end zone because they have nothing to run on their approvals in the shitter, their president's approvals in the shitter, and they know it. It's so transparent. How disgustingly transparent is this? Now, if you expect me to watch these things to like report on them, I didn't watch it. I watched a hockey game and I went to a movie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give ratings to this circus. And look, the media is compliant. They're all compliant. Fox News. Fox News is supposedly against this stuff, yet they still show it. They shouldn't show it. That's what Democrats rely on, the network showing it, because the left-wing liberal networks, which are 90% of networks, of course they're going to show it. I don't know why Fox shows it. And Fox reports on it. They shouldn't even talk about it. They shouldn't talk about it. This is a a total circus act. That's what this is, a circus act. Let me tell you what we really should see. And this is why elections matter. And this is what we will hopefully see when the Republicans take back the Congress in November. Fauci should be up there. Fauci should be the one on national television being grilled about the destructive, deadly lockdowns that he promoted. Okay, his incompetence for two years that got people killed, just like he got people killed, thousands of gay men killed in the 80s and 90s with his shitty advice on AIDS. He's an incompetent old fool, and he should be the one up there. He should be the one up there on national television in prime time getting grilled for lockdowns that killed people. I know people that were killed, elderly people that were killed, people who couldn't get medical attention that were killed because of his lockdowns. He should be up there. That's why elections matter, people. Okay? That's why we have to, i like to say, hashtag remember in November. Remember what you're seeing now, five months from now. Okay? Because if you want the Democrats to keep doing this, vote them in again. But if you want real hearings on real issues, hey, were there ever any hearings on the riots of 2020, December of 2020? That was a lot more than one day. That was weeks and weeks of... In cities around 30, 40 cities around this country where they burned down towns, they burned down buildings, they burned down businesses. And Democrats said, oh, that's peaceful. That's so peaceful. How come we haven't had any hearings about that? How can we have any hearings where Trump said he would send in the National Guard to protect these cities? He told the Democrats, mayors and governors of Illinois and Wisconsin that he and other democratic mayors and, and and governors that he would send in the national guard to protect these cities and they said nah no thanks because it's peaceful you see it's peaceful you're not going to do an authoritarian thing like send in the national guard hey only we can do authoritarian things like lock down businesses, tell people to wear masks, tell people they got to get a medical procedure to work. Only we can do that kind of stuff. But you want to send the National Guard to protect our, sa- our towns and cities from crime? We don't want to do it because you're Trump and we've got the sickness called Trump derangement syndrome. I'm telling you, it's a mental illness. It is an absolute mental illness, which is not going away. In fact, it seems to be getting worse. It seems to be getting worse. But the Democrats are just pure political whores. And they saw the 81 million people that didn't vote for Biden. And of those 81 million, maybe a half a million voted for Biden. The other 80 and a half million voted against Trump because the left wing media ginned up such hatred for him. They know that. So they're saying, okay, that's how we won. We didn't win with our candidate saying positive things. We didn't win with our party talking about real policies. We ran against Trump and we won. Let's do it again because we're political whores and that's all they know. So yes, this is a circus that I will not watch. If you want, don't expect to come here and hear any details about what happened. I don't care. I don't care what the details were. I don't care if it makes any party look good or bad. It doesn't matter. It's all bullshit to me. It's all total bullshit. Hey, if you want to call in and talk about this or anything else, you don't have to talk about what I'm talking about. You can talk about the sky. You can talk about the nice weather outside if you want. I'll let you come on. But if you really want to talk about this, if you have an opinion on this January 6th circus, call in. Or if you agree with me and believe that we should see Fauci up there, and hopefully next year, early next year, we'll see Fauci up there if he's still alive. Yeah, I'm a pessimist of course, but we'll see Fauci if they having to answer for real things. Having to answer for real things that ki- actually killed people, killed thousands and thousands and thousands of people, an untold number of people. We don't know how many people were killed by these lockdowns. How many businesses were destroyed? How many people who normally would be able to get medical attention for things that would save their lives easily, like cancers and heart attacks and strokes, didn't get that attention because of the lockdowns, because the Democrats putting such fear into people that they were afraid to go to hospitals, making them go to, if you want to go to an ER, you got to get a fucking cotton swab, shut up your fucking nose every time. This is the Democrats that, that, that have done this. This is us big city Democrats that have done this. Democrats in New York and California and so on and so forth. I live on this hellish West Coast, where all three states are the same: California, Oregon and Washington. And we saw some of the worst lockdowns, all these bi- the most de- destroyed business amount of businesses in the country the economy, unemployment, the worst in the West Coast. all because of the Democrats and their destructive COVID restrictions and policies. They should be up there. They're the ones that should be up there answering these questions. This is what really matters. Those riots where people were killed and cities were destroyed, that really matters. The lockdowns, that really matters. The forced medical procedures, that really matters. This one-off little one-day bullshit doesn't matter, okay? It doesn't matter at all. And yet here we are watching it on national television because it's the Democrats in cahoots with the DNC media, the DNC-run media, CNN, and you know they are, MSNBC, ABC, PBS. We can go on and on and on, NPR, so on and so forth. So when the Democrats – and the bad thing, the thing that will not change in November is when the Republicans decide to put Fauci up there. Most of the networks will say, we're not going to cover it. You see, they won't cover that. They won't cover hearings about lockdowns and COVID policies. They won't cover hearings about the, the riots of summer of 2020. They won't do that because it makes Democrats look bad. No, and the media won't allow that. You'll see it on Fox. You'll hear it on podcasts. I'll talk about it. But I can guarantee you, if they, had sim- they have similar hearings early next year on Fauci and such, most of the networks won't cover it. They won't take it. And that's what we really have to change. We have to change the whole media culture. And that's gonna—that's not going to happen in five months from now. But we could get a start. At least we can get actual hearings on the record if Republicans take over in November. Okay? So I don't know how much more I'm going to talk about this circus because I don't even want to give it that much attention. I felt like it was my responsibility to respond to it. But I think it's just a totally transparent, totally transparent effort to gain a few points in polls between now and November. Because they can't talk about any, they can't talk about crime, they can't talk about high gas prices, they can't talk about inflation, they can't talk about unemployment, they can't talk about small businesses that were damaged, they can't talk about any of this stuff. Any of the stuff that you wake up thinking about every day, or the stuff that keeps you up at night, that's the Democrats can't talk about. They can't have hearings over that. They don't want you to even hear about it. This is what they want you to hear about one day, January 6th, when a bunch of losers broke into the Capitol. And the only person that died was a protester at the hands of a security guard who shouldn't have shot her and should probably be in jail for it, because it looked like murder to me. But they won't talk about that, will they? If they do talk about that, you have to call me, because I ain't going to be watching it. What I am watching, in incredible disgust, is the the low-life left protesting in front of these judges' homes. The low-life left protesting in front of judges' homes, right on their lawns, right in their driveways. And these are the people who are supposedly – these people who want gun control and they're out there with guns. You see these people, they're out there with – these are the pro-gun control people out there with guns in front of the judge's house. And now we know a guy had almost killed Kavanaugh. He planned to kill Kavanaugh. And if not for some agents, he would have killed Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was at home with his family. Because you know what? He doesn't want to have to flee his home. He doesn't want to have to flee his home for these people. These left scum intimidators who want to intimidate these judges. And why is this happening? Why? Well, partly because the Biden administration want to arrest these bastards when they're breaking federal law. This is, this is lead pipe cinch law. OK, they're breaking the law. You cannot do this in front of a federal judge's home, period. You cannot do it. It's law. Yet Biden won't arrest him. And, and, and instead, he, he sends people up there to talk about how, oh, it's, as long as it's peaceful, as long as they're peaceful, they can be. No, no, it's, it's he's, Biden's allowing the law to be broken, just like Democrats allowed the law to be broken in the summer of 2020. Just like they broke laws. They didn't give a shit about the Constitution when it came to lockdowns or when it comes to masks or when it comes to forcing medical procedures on people to keep their jobs. They don't care about the law then, and they don't care about the law now. As I've said before, and it's not hyperbole. It's, 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 it's the truth because Democrats prove it over and over again. They are the party of crime. They are the party of lawlessness. We are seeing it in all of our cities. We're seeing it with a president who wants to arrest these scum who, who, who protest in front of these judges' homes. And then Nancy Pelosi will not even allow a bill, a bipartisan bill, mind you, by the way, that would give more protection to the judges just at a time right now when they need more protection, money that would give them more protection. She blocks it. She blocks it. Because she doesn't care about the lives of these right supposedly right wing judges. Believe me, if it was Sotomayor who was being intimidated, she would she would bring it to the whole house, okay? She'd have the vote. She'd give him the money. She'd protect Sotomayor. She'd protect Hagen. She'd protect Jackson. But she doesn't care about Kavanaugh and the others. She doesn't give a shit. She hopes something happens to them. Of course she does. Of course she does. If if they're killed or incapacitated, then Biden gets to put in a liberal. You don't think Nancy Pelosi wants that to happen? She's proving it because she will not allow a simple bill to go to the House floor that protects them. Bipartisan, not just Democrat run, bipartisan bill. Nancy Pelosi, whose husband's a drunk who protects her husband because of the power she has. The guy's had at least two DUIs. Nothing happens to him. There's no mugshot. You know, someone on Twitter that I know put up a, a, a mugshot. Remember that crazy mugshot of Nick Nolte, right, when he was drunk or something and he got all that crazy hair all over it? How come that mugshot goes out there? But the mugshot of Pelosi's husband when he's a over the place. Why? She protects him. We know it. She protects him because of her power, yet she won't protect these judges, Supreme Court judges, who one day the shoe will be on the other foot. That's why it's a bipartisan bill. This is why this, 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 this old shriveled up loser, Pelosi, doesn't understand. It's a bipartisan bill, because it will also protect the left judges, who may need it now or one day in the future. But she only sees what's right in front of her right now, just like the Democrats only see what's right in front of them right now, which is November, and they need this this ridiculous Hail Mary pass to try to 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 get Biden's approval from 33 to 36, to try to get the Democrats in the House approval from 8 to 10. Are they kidding me? They think they're going to win in November on this? In fact, they might piss off more. All they're doing is playing to the choir, right? They might even piss off more independents who don't like this shit. Independents like real issues. So they might even piss off more independents. Well, to hurt them even more in November, good for them. Hope they lose another 50 seats because of this garbage. This bile that's on television. <sighs> then you have, you know, you have Chucky Schumer out there. We've seen the videos of Chuckie Schumer back in March of 2020. You're gonna get it, Kavanaugh! You're gonna get it with his ass, idiotic bifocals hanging down off his nose. You're gonna get it, Kavanaugh! Democrats can talk like you see Democrats can talk like that and they, there's, they have no responsibility right he can say you're going to get it Kavanaugh and the guy just tried to get give it to Kavanaugh but Chuck Schumer has no responsibility for that but Trump tells people to go down there and and go in front of the Capitol and make noise and he's responsible for the insurrection this is the double standard we have in this country with Democrats and Republicans with the left and the right and it's a double stand that's perpetrated by the media. Because the media doesn't hold Chuck Schumer accountable. You don't see bald assholes like Brian Stelter, eggheads like Brian Stelter, going on TV saying Chuck Schumer can be held responsible for what the guy tried to do to Kavanaugh. But he sure the hell will say Trump is responsible for a bunch of rednecks breaking into the Capitol for a couple of hours. There's no doubt about that, right? So the media perpetrates this. That's the problem. The media perpetrates all of this. They allow it to happen. They are the ones that are responsible. Without them, this doesn't exist. Without them, this is not a story. Without them, this is not a story. It's incredibly frustrating. I know many of you you share my frustration I know you do, but look what we have. Look, look what the left is now. Look what they do. They put on this circus, right? They threaten judges. They have children, as I, I spoke about on the show yesterday, uh, being marched down the runway. Eight, nine-year-olds being marched down the runway in a drag show in Texas, with, with with curse words written on the walls and kids hanging out in a nightclub. I mean, this is what the this is what the left is now. I cannot believe I was ever. I I can't believe I was never part of this. I really can't believe I was never part of this. I'm almost ashamed. Maybe someone can call in and tell me why I shouldn't be ashamed to ever been a part of this uh, ideology and this, this 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 diseased party. I am. I do convince myself all the time they've gotten worse. I do that. I I convince myself all the time that they've gotten worse. And you know, they've 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 left me, I haven't left them. That they've gone so far to the left that I have no choice but to 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 get off this train. I had no choice because I have a conscience, I have a I have a mind, I have an intellect, I have a heart. And anyone with any heart, I will say anyone with any heart can be a Democrat these days, can be a proud Democrat. You know, people are gonna be reflexively Democrat. I understand there are people who just can't get out of that rut. You know, they, they think if they vote Republican, what are they voting for? They're voting for Reagan, they're voting for the NRA, they're voting for Trump. It's all this bullshit that's been ingrained by the left media, which which, which prevents people from voting for the Republicans, even when they should, like, like now, like this year. But not me. No, no, not me. So I don't know how much longer the circus is going to go on, but... I hope not for much longer, and I really, really hope that this hurts them more than it helps them. And I believe it will, because I think I put the, my finger on it there with the, with the independents. I think, you know, the the, the, the Trump derangement in on Democrats, they're going to eat this up, but it doesn't matter. The Republicans, of course, are, aren't going to buy any of it, so it's the independents The independents are the ones that will swing based on this stuff. And I believe independents, based on what we know about them, what we've seen about them in polls and exit polls, they care about actual issues, and they're usually turned off with this uh, partisan politic nonsense. This, This circus. This crazy time. They usually don't like that. They want real issues. They want they want to talk about real issues. Okay, so I think I really think this is going to this is going to hurt Republicans even more, uh, Democrats even more, if, if if that's even possible. With only one out of every three people, one of every three people approving of Biden. Think about that. One of every three lower than Trump ever was, including after January sixth. By the way, I mean we're talking about. Latinos. One of every four. One of every four Latinos approve of Joe Biden. Do you realize how bad that is for a Democrat? That's horrible. Democrats are usually well over 50% with Latinos. And the Democrats see these polls. They know where they are. So they have to do this, they have to do this magic act. In order to try to... You know, it's, almost, it's almost like I said, it's a Hail Mary place. They know they're in trouble. So it's like, even if this is going to hurt them with independence, they don't care. At this point, it's like, there's nothing to lose, in other words. That's what they believe. There's nothing to lose at this point. So they're going to go full force into Trump derangement syndrome and hope they can repeat their formula. They can hope they can repeat their formula from 2020, and it's not going to work. Because, too bad for them, Trump ain't running. Trump hasn't been running any of these primaries. Trump ain't running in November. In fact, most of the people Trump supports wins. Most of the people that Trump supports has won, and the people he doesn't support in the Republican Party still kiss his ass because they know how powerful he is. Well, someone wants to call in fine, but if not, I'm going to go on to uh, uh, what I do every Friday at the end of the show. What I do every Friday at the end of the show is, is a film review. And I've done this every Friday since I started this show back in November. I like to take a little breath. You know, for five days, we talk about this stuff. We talk about this mishagas. And sometimes we have to just breathe and enjoy the weekend. And so I like to end all of my shows on Friday with a film review. And so I'm going to do that now. So we got to, to do a little transition here. I don't have any transition music, any stingers, so we'll have to just we'll, we'll do, a little, we'll do a little mind-meld meditation, and we'll get into the film review, okay? Oh, okay, here we go. It's a <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. Now, you're asking, Mike, why the hell did you see Jurassic World? Well, first of all, I needed some escape from this January 6th crap, and the New York Rangers losing. I needed total escape, so I went to see it. I'm, I'm in a mood for escape. I was in a good mood. I was in the mood for escape. I saw the IMAX screen, huge IMAX screen. I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be fantastic. I love Jurassic Park. This movie is not very good. It's incredibly derivative. There's no, you know, the thing about Jurassic Park, I haven't seen it in a while. I, I'm sure most people haven't seen it in a while. But there was, first of all, Spielberg's a great director. This wasn't directed by Spielberg. It's uh, the, the, the awe, the awe-inspiring visuals of Jurassic Park, just the awe of the dinosaurs, right? of these prehistoric dinosaurs right there, huge on the big screen. It was just, a, it was just a, that Spielberg is so good at that. He's in with all of his films, Close Encounters, E.T. You know, just a sense of awe and, and dramatic impact of these beautiful creatures. And that's really totally missing from this film. The, the, the plot is thin to begin with. And of course it has something to do with, uh, a, a horrible corporation who has a, a you know, this, this, um, uh, reserve for dinosaurs and uh, campbell scott runs it all and he's also doing this horrible thing where he has these bugs that are invading uh farmlands and any farmer that's not using a certain product that's put out by this corporation the bugs are eating up in other words to kill off the competition and of course this is hurting the environment Okay, so that's basically the thing, and they're trying, of course, they're trying to prevent him from doing this, trying to stop him from doing that. There's some other subplots, too, but all, all these thin, not very interesting plots get killed by just the constant barrage of CGI, of dinosaurs. It's one scene of people running away from dinosaurs after another, and they're well shot, and they're kind of suspenseful, and yeah, the dinosaurs look great. The CGI's really, you know, come along since the first Jurassic Park, but you can't hang a movie on it, and it's almost two and a half hours. It's like two hours and 20 minutes of this, of one scene after another, of people running away from dinosaurs. Terrifying dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are almost just used as like uh, the, uh, they're almost they used as the villain in this film, basically. There's very little that awe-inspiring nature that we saw in the first Jurassic Park. In the first Jurassic Park, had a much better plot than this. The plot's not interesting. Like I said, after a while, how many dinosaurs can you see? How many big, huge dinosaurs can you see before it's sort of numbing and that's what happens it's kind of just a a numbing effect where we don't really care anymore halfway through i i lost i lost total interest and it's too bad too because you know the usual good performances by sam neill and 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 laura dern and so on and so forth you know um but i can't recommend it and if you like the first jurassic park i don't think you'll like this at all I don't know. I mean, it might do well enough. There might be some, you know, for the younger audiences who want escapism now, who haven't been out of the house in two years, it might do pretty well, but not for me. Jeff Goldblum also is, is great in it as, as usual, but there, all these performances are wasted and overshadowed by the overuse of the CGI and the constant barrage of, of, uh, of scenes with people running from dinosaurs. So, anyway, I'm going to give it a C. So Jurassic World Dominion gets a C. Don't go see it. Ah, okay, well, I think we're going to end the week on that. This was my first week, my first full week, five days on, on call-in. You know, I've been doing this show since November, mostly just putting it up on Spotify and Apple and so on and so forth. But this uh, so it's my first week on call-in. I like it. We've had some calls during the week, um, had some speakers, and uh, you'll be able to hear the show five days a week. All right? All right? Monday through Friday, five days a week, right here on call-in. Hopefully we'll build up a nice audience, get some more calls, make it interactive, get some guests on, and have a good time. Thanks for listening. This has been in Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Kachopley. and remember, remember, don't stop listening yet. Remember, vote Democrats out of office. It's so important. Vote them out now. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you right back here on Monday.